Okay, <clears throat> good evening everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Bruch Ma'avam. Tonight's shir on Parshas Vayeshev. Shirman Tzivarashis are de- dedicated by Mishpachas Zakaim, by Dr. Zakaim, or Mishpachta Lilo Nishmas, Rav Shloim Eliezer ben Rav Yaakov Zakaim, and Lilo Nishmas, Dr. Zakaim's mother, Rivka Bas Tov Yalevi, Beganeden Pim Nuchasam. They should be Melitza Yisharm for the whole family. Tonight's share is dedicated anonymously as Rufur Shlema for David Ben Rachel. Should have Rufur Shlema Bakari Beso Shachale Yisrael. Tonight's share is also dedicated by our good friends the Ruzhin and Ryabinsky family in honor of Rameir Balhanes's yard site, which is Rosh Chodesh Teves, according to this new sefer, and also in honor of their grandson Nachum Yisrael's birthday. They should see a lot of nachas from their grandson. And from all of their descendants, for Lesimcha Sanachas at Biaskal Tzedek. So we have excellent uh, good news to tell everyone. First of all, we saved you parking spot. Instead of schlepping out to the store and having to buy a Hanukkah present, you come to the shear. Yeah, we save you gas. We save you toll. We're in tear on your car, going into the store. Then when you go into the store, you're going to meet your friend. He's going to chew your ear off for a half hour. So I saved you now a good two hours. You could get the book right here, the Meir Balanes and the Eternal Children of Hashem. You see now, if you're on Zoom, you're not going to be able to get the book through Zoom. You're going to have to come here live. That's one of the advantages of being here live. Also, this book, you think you got it last year, but like we mentioned, you have no idea where you put it. So you need to get it again, of course. The Light and the Splendor on Hanukkah. Marv Rabbi says, you want to know what's next? Okay, Baruch Hashem, the next one is basically finished. It's in Lashon HaKodesh on Chinuch Habanim. So if anybody would like to participate in honor of Hanukkah, that's available. Because you know what Shlomo HaMelech says, Asoy Svarim Harbe Ein Kates, that was holding up the Geula, is there not enough books? So we're trying to expedite the Geula. When there are enough books, then Mashiach will come. Okay, Marv Rabbi says, we are going to turn everything around that we've ever learned about the subject 180 degrees. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, I know everything about the subject. We've been speaking about it for many, many weeks and many, many years. But we've been taking one approach all these years. Now we're going to make a complete 180. We're going to switch everything we learned in a totally different direction. Let's begin with Mechiras Yosef. So the Pasuk says, The brothers sat to eat bread. They were planning to kill Yosef. That was the plan. They paskin in the Bezin Shalmata that Yosef is a Roydev, that Yosef is a Marad B'Malchus, and they were going to kill him. And all of a sudden, and they lifted their eyes, Behold, Archas Yishmaelim, a caravan of Ishmaelites, Ba'ami Gilad, Coming from Gilad, their camels were carrying fragrant spices. And they have an einfall. We have a great idea. What, what do we gain by killing our brother and covering up his blood? Instead of killing him, let's sell him to Yishmaelim. Let us go and sell him to the Ishmaelites. And let us not send our hand against him. Because he is our flesh. And the brothers heard. 
Now, in years past, we had the following idea. This is one of my favorite all-time ideas. It's an original idea. We know the famous question of the Maral, that why is Yishmael not one of the four Golosim? Right? We, we discussed this uh, of recent. We have Golos Bavel. We have Golos Paras. We have Gyavan. We have Edoim. Why isn't Yishmael one of them? So we said many years ago, a Chidosh Nifla, and we substantiated it very well, that in fact there's another Golos that's not on the list. And that's, in a way, the mother of all Golosim. Which Golos? Egypt. Mitzrayim is not on the list. And Arizal says the reason why Mitzrayim is not on the list is the Yud K Vav K stands for the four Golosim, represents the four Golosim. And the Kutsoy Shal Yud, the thorn of the Yud, represents all four Golosim, the mother of all four. What's the mother that's Koilal all four? Mitzrayim is Koilal all four. Mitzrayim is like, is, encompasses all four Golosim. That's why... Um, Mitzrayim, we always have the word Rabim. Rabim stands for all four Golosim that are Mitzrayim. Now, we brought an idea that the same way Mitzrayim encapsulates and encompasses all four Golosim, Yishmael also encompasses all four Golosim. Why? Because actually Yishmael and Mitzrayim may be synonymous with each other. How so? Yishmael's mother was Hagar. Hagar was Paroi's daughter. Yishmael married someone from Mitzrayim. Yishmael is always hanging out in Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim's malach is Rahav. Yishmael's malach is Rahav. We brought many proofs that Yishmael and Mitzrayim are synonymous. So we had this suggestion that Yishmael sends us down to Egypt, and that's the first Golos. And the last Golos is Yishmael also. The Golos Rishon is the Golos Achrayim. But let's take this in another direction tonight. Yehuda and the brothers were about to kill Yosef. And they said, Nah, let's sell him to Yishmaelim. And Midianites passed by, Soicharim, merchants, and they drew Yosef up from the pit. They sold Yosef to Yishmaelim. By the way, you know how much? Esrim Kasev. 20 bucks. So this is pretty interesting. That Did you ever realize that the ones who sold Yosef were Yishmael? Yishmael was the one who sent Yosef down to Mitzrayim. Did you realize that? That Mechiras Yosef took, took place through Yishmaelim? So let's stop and focus on that for a moment. First question, do you think it's a coincidence that Yishmael sent Yosef down to Mitzrayim? Do you think it just happened to be? That, oh, look, Yishmaelim. It could have been North Koreans, but it happened to be Yishmaelim. And it, it, whoever it would have been would have been able to sell Yosef. Or do you think it was Bedavka that the Yishmaelim sent him down to Mitzrayim? You have to say, great things are never coincidental. It must have been Bedavka that Hashem orchestrated that the Ishmaelim sent him down to Mitzrayim. And moreover, not just that Hashem orchestrated, that the brothers felt that the Ishmaelim would be the proper way to send Yosef down to Mitzrayim. In other words, if they were trying to eradicate Yosef, I would imagine the brothers, by seeing Yishmaelim, said, yeah, these are the right guys. We're not going to kill him. At least let's give him to Yishmael. Why do you think that would be? Well, what's the other option? We know there are two father heads of nations. Who are they? There's Yishmael and there's Esav. 
And we understand implicitly that there's no way the brothers would have given Yishmael to Esav. Why? Because we know uh, um, Yosef to Esav. Why? Because we know Yosef is the Sitna Yishal Esav. Yosef is the antidote of Esav. This is a well-known idea that after Parshas Vayishlach, when the Torah records all the families of Esav, and then the Pasuk says, Ela told us Yaakov Yosef, Rashi's troubled. Why is the story of Yosef juxtaposed to the families of Esav? So Rashi says the, the following mashal. It's like a guy who has a lot of uh, linen, a lot of flax, and the camels come in laden with flax, and the blacksmith wonders, where are you going to put all this flax? Where, where, where are you putting all this stuff? And there was a pikeach over there. He says, what do you mean where I'm putting at this? One spark is going to come out of your bellows, and it's going to burn the whole thing. So too, Yaakov saw all the chieftains of Esav. He wondered, he said, who could conquer all of these leaders of Esav? What does it say after? Ela Toldois, Yaakov, Yosef. We know the house of Yaakov is fire. The house of Yosef is a flame. The house of Esav is straw. One spark will come out of Yosef and destroy the whole Esav. So we have a well-known idea. Yosef destroys Esav. So do you think it's a coincidence the brother is trying to get rid of Yosef? You think it's a coincidence that they give him to Yishmael? Of course it's not a coincidence. This is the best and only option. Who else are they going to give him to? Esav. Yosef will destroy Esav. Yosef's the fire that destroys the flax of Esav. The brothers probably, their eyes lit up, and you see that in the Pasuk. They were about to kill him. They said, what do we need to kill him for? We'll hire hitmen. Oh, why would it have been so bad if, they didn't, if, if he did destroy Esau? Because they needed to kill Yosef. They, come on. If you have an inside Jewish enemy and an outside enemy from outside, who bothers you more? Who gets on your nerves more? There's no fight, like family fight. You're not interested in... Uh, no, no, no. It's the guy next door who has a competing uh, operation to you. They're, they're, they were more focused on get rid of, get, getting rid of Yosef. They were about to kill him. Look at the Lashon of the Pasuk. archas Yishma'elam. They couldn't believe it. Why should we do the dirty work? Right? Imagine like this. They're about to kill him, and all of a sudden, ten hit, hit men walk by. Perfect. Jackpot. Why should we kill him? We'll give him to Yishmael. Because one thing's for sure, we have no evidence that Yosef is effective against Yishmael. We just learned the beginning of the parshas, Vayeshev Yaakov Eretz Megurei Av Eretz Kenan, that Yosef's the antidote to Esav. But we don't know that Yosef could attack, could overcome Yishmael. Why, why did they say first they closed him? I don't think, what? Yeah. And then it says they closed him Yishmael. What were Everyone has two different uh, pass- everyone has different passports, different different identities, social security cards. It's a big question. Ayin Barashbam, Ayin Barashi. But one thing is that the Yishmaelim were uh, were responsible for selling Yosef, and I would I would uh, assert that the brothers were only too happy to give Yosef to Yishmael. They dafka gave him to Yishmael. Their eyes lit up when the Yishmaelim came. Now, Rabbi, now let's try to explain why exactly is Yosef the antidote to Esav? Why is that? What, what about Yosef specifically counteracts Esav? You know, it's very interesting. Yosef is given two names in this week's parasha. One name is 
It says, Ela Todos Yaakov Yosef, Ben Shiva, Esrei Shana, Hoya Raya Esecha Batsain, Vuhunar. So, most read the past of the word Vuhunar, that it's a criticism of Yosef. What's Yosef? Yosef's a Nar. What does it mean, is a Nar? Rashi says, He Oisamasa Naros. He was uh, acting in a immature fashion. He was Masalso Basaroi. He was into his looks. That's a simple reading according to Rashi. But you could ask, we don't know anything about Yosef thus far. The Torah has not said a word about Yosef. Yosef, in a way, is one of the Avais. There's an idea, there's Avram, Yusuf, Yaakov, and Yosef was an Av and a Ben. Yosef was the greatest of all the Shvatim. So you think in the open introduction to Yosef, it's going to say, ah, you know what Yosef is? Yosef's a Nar. Why are we criticizing him right away? What else does it say about him? Yeah? Vayashav elachav, vayoymer, hayeled einenu. He's also a kid. He's not a kid. He's 17 years old. He's not a nar. Nar is not 17. And he's not a yeled. Why are we giving Yosef these names? Comes the Shemishmua. Now the Shemishmua is very hard to find. It's not on this week's parsha. It's on parsha's Vayitze. Two parshiyas ago. And he says from the holy Tata, the Avnei Nezer. The Avnei Nezer says that if you want to know what the vulnerable point of Esav was and why Yosef was able to overcome Esav, all you need to do is look at their names. What does the word Esav mean? Where does the word Esav come from? Asoy, the Rashbam says. He's ready made. He's made already. He's done. He's complete. So you say, if, if the word Esav is a lashon of Asoy, where'd the Yud come from? Where did the Yud go? You know, he should be called Asoy. What, what does Esav mean? Well, you can ask the same question on Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov comes from a lashon of Akev. Where'd he get the Yud from? The answer, Megal says, is that Yaakov was holding the heel of Esav. So Esav was originally spelled Ayin Sin Vav Yud. Yaakov took his, his uh, heel, he grabbed the tail end of the Yud, and he appendaged it to his name. Good? But there's still a share. <laughs> okay. Um, so, no, it's not. No? No. No. Yud Aleph Adar. Maybe that's another one, another... Uh, <laughs> there might be a different Sadiq because you're tomorrow, but not the Avnei Nezer. I'm from Sochachov. There's one thing I know is uh, the Avnei Nezer, by the way, you know who else has the same yard side as the Avnei Nezer? The Chida. The Chida and the Avnei Nezer have the same yard side. Yod Aleph, Adar. And this year, we could celebrate it twice because there are two Adars. But tomorrow... You know whose yard site is tomorrow? I don't know, but tomorrow night is Hanukkah. Right? So it's the Aruch Lener's yard site, probably. Yeah, okay. With Aaron Leibstein. Call Yisrael Chaverim. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, Esav means ready made. You know what the vulnerability of Esav was? Vulnerability of Esav was, he looked at himself and he says, I'm a re- I've already made it. 
My grandfather is Avram Avinu. My father is Yitzchak. I have the Yichos. I'm the next Rosh Hashiva. I'm going to be sitting up front. My whole career is uh, laid out before me. I don't need to work. I don't need to earn anything on my own. I have the Yichos. I have the Steller. I have the position. I have the Yerusha. It's all lined up. Asoy, I'm ready to go. I don't need to grow. I don't need to learn more. I don't need to humble myself in, in front of other tzaddikim. I don't need a Rebbe. What do I need a Rebbe? My grandfather's the Gadol Hadar. My father was the Gadol Hadar. That's why very often people who come from uh, prestigious Yichos often don't live up to what they could have been because they sort of rely on the fact that you know they're, they're entitled to everything. Esav's vulnerability was he's asoy, he's ready-made. He doesn't need to grow, he doesn't need to be mashlam himself, he doesn't need to accomplish anything. Life has been handed to him on a silver platter. He's already done. Masha'in Cain, there's a man by the name of Yosef. And you know what Yosef's godless was? Yosef always viewed himself as he's a nar. He's a young boy. And he could learn more. And he could learn from another Rebbe. And he could accomplish more. And yes, yeah, he learned Shas. But he didn't learn Shas with Toysvis. So in his mind, it's Ke'ilu, he knows nothing. And when he learned with Toysvis, he didn't learn with the Marsha and the Pnei Yeshua and the Maram Shif. Whatever Madrega he, he gained in life, he viewed himself as he was just beginning. Like Tzadikim say, Pischuli Sharei Tzadek Avoivam Oideka. Open for me the gates. The Tzadikim say, I'm only in the beginning of the, get, of the gate. I'm only at the entranceway. The Maila of Yosef HaTzadik is, <clears throat> he was a Nar. It's not a criticism. It's his greatness. The greatest accolade. You know why Yosef was the continuity of Yaakov? You know why Yosef was the leader of the Jewish people? You know why Iker told us Yaakov was Yosef? You know why Eila told us Yaakov Yosef? Because the Hunar! Because he viewed himself as a young boy his whole life. And he viewed himself as a Yeled. What? As a child. Who needs a Rebbe? He needs Chinuch. He needs training. He needs to learn. He needs to grow. He's always adding Mila upon Mila upon Mila. The word Yosef means he's always adding. Esav was done. Yosef was always adding to his greatness, learning a little bit more, growing a little bit more. This is the main Nakuda between Esav and Yosef. It's everything is in the name, <coughs> says Abnezer. Yosef's greatness, that he was always growing like a young boy, he viewed himself, that he's not a sholem, he's barely there. That was the nakuda that helped him overcome Esav. By the way, Rabbi Sol Salanter would say that why does Hashem love Klal Yisrael? The Pasuk says, Kinar Yisrael Klal Yisrael has the madrega that we always view ourselves like a child where we need to grow, we need to learn more, we need chinuch. By the way, you know, the Pasuk says, Ayer pere adam yivaled. Literally, like a wild, I'll say it in a nice way, mule, man is born. Man is born a wild mule. However, the altar of Kelmut say, Ayer pere, man is a wild mule. Adam yivaled. He has to, from that, be born into a man. How are you born into a man? Chinuch. 
Now, chinuch doesn't just mean your parents training you. Chinuch means chanoich lenar al pidarkoi gam kiyaskin loyaser meno means like this. Train your child so that even when he grows older, he'll realize he now needs to continue to train himself. The purpose of chinuch is not, okay, I'm going to train the kid until he's 12, and then, okay, kid, see you later. It's you ingrain in the child the need to constantly grow and to learn from people and to work on himself. So, says the altar of Kelm, to the extent that a person is born a man, ayur para, ayur para, man is born a mule. Adam yivale, the avoid on life, is to be born a, a, a man from there. So, Rav Ruvain, I'm sorry, Rav Shmuel Rozovsky, whose yard site is not tomorrow. It's on my birthday. Chavav Tammuz. Chav, excuse me, the day before my birthday. Chav Hei Tammuz. Rav Shmuel Rozovsky says, but not just them, I was born the next day. Rav Shmuel Rozovsky says that if you look on the Balatur and Parshas Chuma, what was the image on the Kruvim? Two angels. What do they look like? Angels. The Balaturim says, very good, Rishmol, Kiravya. Kiravya. It says Kruvim, but the Balaturim says Kruvim Chaser, Kiravya, like children. Kinar Yisrael v'oyhaveyu. Says Rav Shmuel Rizovsky, the meaning of the Balaturim is if you want to know why does Hashem rest on the Jewish people, what midah do we have that Hashem communicates with us, that Hashem is close to us, that Hashem resides with us, that we have this madrega, that we could be parents, we could be grandparents, we could be great-grandparents, but we always want to grow. We want chinuch, we want to learn from people who are greater than us. We want to learn from everybody. We want to add, like Yosef HaTzadik, to be Yosef a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. That madrega is what is shayra the shechina and The bottom line is, Yosef is the antidote to who? Esav. Okay. So we're suggesting that's why the brothers are selling Yosef to not Esav. He, they would never sell him to Edoimim, to take him to Edoim. Yosef would wipe the floor with them. Where do they sell Yosef? Mitzrayim. Who's Mitzrayim? Yishmael are the proxies of Mitzrayim. Yeah, Mitzrayim and Yishmael, they're in cahoots. Because the brothers didn't think Yosef has any shlita over Yishmael. And now, Rabbi Yisai, fasten your seatbelts, because we've been speaking about this topic literally for over 10 years, and we always took one approach, and now we're flipping it, okay? Because there's another approach. If anybody has ever listened to any of the, uh, the shiurim, you're going to know the answer to it. Please tell me you know the answer to this question. There are two Mashiachs. There's Mashiach ben Yosef, Mashiach ben David. Mashiach ben Yosef is called what? What animal? Shar. Mashiach ben Yosef is going to take us out of which Golos? Golos? Edoim. Golos Edoim. Because Esav is called a par or a shar. And then Mashiach ben David, who's called Ani Veroichev al Chamor, he's going to take us out of Golos Yishmael, who's called Shavula Chempayim Ha Chamar. Right? We've said that a million times. We said it last week. And more than that. Okay? This, this is one of the. I would call it one day we'll have a share. Top 10 principles of the share. Yeah, definitely Reb Meir would be up there. Mashiach ben Yosef, Mashiach ben David. Yeah, let's see. Anyone smiling over here? Okay. 
No, there's a cat watching this year. Okay. There's someone in Tiberia. How are you doing, Rub Josh? There's someone in North Woodmere, Lawrence, and and a cat. Okay. The, and Democrats are. That can't argue with that. Okay, so we've said this many, many times that uh, Mashiach ben Yosef will take us out of Golos, Edaim, Esav. Mashiach ben David comes last and takes us out of Golos Yishmael. And this fits into this idea that Yosef has Shlita over Esav. So therefore, Mashiach ben Yosef takes us out of Golos Esav. But here's the thing. The brothers also thought, like we've been saying for the last 10 years, that Esav, that Yosef has Shlita over Esav. So they send him to Yishmael. But clearly, Yosef has more power than meets the eye. Because they send him down to Mitzrayim. The Yosef who shalit b'chol ha'aretz. So we're going to learn now that it's not so simple to say that Golos, that Mashiach ben Yosef takes us out of Golos Edoim, and Mashiach ben David takes us out of Golos Yishmael. Let's start with Megala Mukais. The Megala Mukais says there are two powers of evil in the world. Samach and Pei. Samach is Esav. Because Esav has 60 kings. 80 pay is Yishmael, because they have 80 concubines. Like it says in Shir Hashirim, Shishim Hema Malachim, Ushmainim Pilagshim. Samach is Esav. Pei is Yishmael. That is why, if you look in the Balaturim, in Bechukais, in the beginning of Bechukais, it says, In Bechukais, I Telechu, in the beginning of Bechukais until the Teichacha, there's no Samach and there's no pay because if you keep the Torah, you don't have to deal with Esav, you don't have to deal with Yishmael. By the way, in Ve'yitan Lacha, there's no Samach and there's no pay because the bracha of Yitzchak to Yaakov is to overcome Esav and Yishmael. There's one person who's able to overcome both Esav and Yishmael because he's got a Samach and a pay. Yosef. Yosef. Says Megal Mukois, Yosef has a Samach and a Pei. No other Shevet has not a Samach or a Pei. Like, let's say Zavulan. No Samach, no Pei. God. God. No Samach, no Pei. Done. No Samach or Pei. You try it. I'm ready for you. Naftali. What? Ah, Rabbi Pesach Yoel is saying, Pei and Samach takes us out of Edoim and Yishmael. Very good, Rabbi Pesach Yoel. Very good. You also have a Pei and a Samach in your name. I'm going to hang around with you. Okay? So Yosef has a Pei and a Samach. He's able to overcome Esav. He's able to overcome Yishmael. Now, I got a Sefer uh, this week. That was Mamish out of print. I really wanted to bring it in. I want to thank my dear friend, Rabbi Gedalia Schwartz. Four volumes. It's called Kate's Hayamin. It was written by the son of Rabbi Sarotskin and Lakewood. Four volumes on Achras Hayamin. On what's going to happen before Mashiach comes. Now, I only found out about it recently. Somebody got it for me in English a little while ago. 
four mi- massive volumes. Bar Hashem, most of our conclusions over the years jibe with uh, what he what what his what he comes out with. But there are a few um, a few interesting things that I picked up. So here's one of them. Again, until now, based on the Gra, the Gra taught us Mashiach ben Yosef takes us out of Galus Edoim. Mashiach ben David takes us out of Galus Yishmael. However, in a number of places, the Gra says the exact opposite. Number one, in Masech Tebuchayros, there are Gemaras um, about the Chachmei de Beatuna, the sages of Athens. The sages of Athens. Maybe in the summer, we'll go if the world allows. <laughs> but the sages of Athens. And the Gemara asks, Sakina b'maikatle, who kills a knife? And the Gemara says, the horn of a donkey. Who kills a knife? The horn of a donkey. Says the Gemara. So the Gemara asks that question. The Gemara asks, but a donkey doesn't have a horn. Ayin Sham and Bukharis on Davchas. But I can't, I'm not getting involved in that question. It's a good question. I'm not getting involved in the fact that donkeys don't have horns. Well, you, you know that? You saw? How do you know? Yeah? Prove it. Yeah? No, but the Gemara asks, donkeys don't have horns. <clears throat> a unicorn. Anyway, Fresh says the Gemara. You know what the Gemara's question is? Who's going to kill the knife? Whose weapon is the sword? Whose weapon is Al-Khar B'chasichia? That's Keshas. Esav is Al-Khar So the question is, who's going to kill Esav? Says the Gemara, and don't say, says the Gra. And it's not Mashiach ben Yosef. Mashiach ben Yosef is Bechor Shoiroi. He comes first. Avol Esav lo yipol biyadoi. Esav will not fall to Mashiach ben Yosef. In fact, Ein ben David ba Atshat Tispashet Malchus Harasha. That's Edom. Nine months throughout the world. Who's gonna kill Esav? Who's gonna destroy Golas Edom? The horn of the donkey. Who's the donkey? Sheikh ben David. So every single thing we ever said in a shir about Mashiach ben Yosef, Mashiach ben David, this grass is not like that. Now everything we said was based on the Gra in his commentary to Safra Ditsniusa and in his commentary to Chagadia. But in the Gra's Biure uh, Agados on Bechayros, he says, Mashiach ben David's going to take us out of America. Another Gra. The Gra in the Imre Noim on Brachos. The Gra says, first Mashiach ben Yosef could come in the beginning of the fifth millennia, in the Elif HaChamishi, in the year 4000, And that will come through Mashiach ben Yosef. But Esav will not fall until the Elif HaShishi, Mashiach ben David. So again, the Gra in Imre Noyam says, Mashiach ben David's going to take us out of Galas Adoim. So the Sefer Ketz HaYamin says, is a stira in the words of the Gra. Mashiach ben David, Mashiach ben Yosef. For the last 10 years, we're saying Mashiach ben David takes us out of Golos Yishmael, Mashiach ben, um, ben, Yo- ben Yosef will come first and take us out of Golos Adam. No, 
The Gran Tumakoma says pink fakar. Ah, so says Rav Suratkin in a footnote. If it would just be a steer on the Gra, you can answer like this. Perhaps the majority of Edom will fall to Mashiach ben Yosef. They'll retain a little bit of power. And Mashiach ben David will knock off whatever's left all the way in the end. When he's knocking off Ishmael, he'll knock off a little bit of what's left of, of Golas Edom. But there's a very interesting comment of the Nesivo Yisamishpat on Chagadya. The Nesivo says, The Shor is Yishmael. Not the Chamar. And Mashiach ben Yosef will take us out of Golas Yishmael. So basically it seems like we have a full-fledged stira. It seems like he might get killed. And the Arizal says when you say Vishalayim Ircha, you should pray Mashiach ben Yosef doesn't get killed. So I want to present to you tonight two answers to this question. One is very clear, and one is out of this world. It was worthwhile to drive all the way here just to hear the second answer. The first answer, you should know on your own. Who will be the last nation standing? Esav or Yishmael? Remember, we've, I read, uh, Yishmael, we know who that is. Who's Esav? Okay. Who will be the last man standing? Now, one thing we know for sure. First comes Mashiach ben Yosef, and then comes Mashiach ben David. That's for sure. Because Yosef is Bechar Shaira. He's the Bechar. Mashiach ben David, he's, he's taking us to the finish line, yeah? But which nation stands last? It's a Gemar Numa. The Gemar Numa says there'll be two nations that stand in the end of days, Paras and Raimi. Paras is who according to the Maral? Yishmael. So who stands last? We have a Machlekes. Rabbi says, Asidin, Raimi, Shatipal, Biad, excuse me. Rabbi says, Asidin, Paras, Shetipal, Biad, Raimi. Can you get me Gemar Numa? Rabbi Yochanan agrees. Rabbi Yochanan says, Asidin, Raimi, Shetipal, Biad, Paras. Rabbi, you got this? Rabbi and Rabbi Yochanan, they both hold. Yishmael stands last. Rav says, Rome stands last. So it's Machlekes. Who stands last? Yeah? Thank you. Okay, you ready? You should know this Gemara. Daf Yud and Yuma. The Gemara brings the Machlekes. The Gemara says, And then Rav says, Asidin Paras, Shatipo Biad Roimi. 
Amar of Yehuda Marav in Ben David Ba Ad Shetespashin Malchus Roshavachol Elam Kulai. Bottom line is it's Machlokes who stands last, Yishmael or Esav. So Rav Sarotskin says there's no stira in the Gra. It's not a Machlokes the Gra and the Nesivos. When the Gra, when we traditionally have always been saying that Mashiach ben Yosef takes us out of Galus Adon. And Mashiach ben David takes us out of Gaulus Yishma. That's going Lefilashitas of Rabbi and Rabbi Yechanan that Yishma stands last. So if Yishma stands last, Mashiach ben David must be taking us out of Gaulus Yishma. And then Mashiach ben Yosef is taking us out of Gaulus Edom. And the Gra who says that Mashiach ben David takes us out of Edom and Mashiach ben Yosef takes us out of Yishma is going according to the Shitas of Rav that Edom stands last. I mean, there's no machlekes over here. It's not a stira in the Gra. It's dependent on which shita in the Gemara you go like. The Gemara brings three shitas. Rebbe and Rabbi Yochanan says, the Yishma'elim stand last. So if Yishma'elim stand last, Mashiach ben David takes us out of Gauls Yishmael. According to Rav, Edom stands last. So the Gra in that shita is saying, Mashiach ben David takes us out of Gauls Edom. But here's the real whopper. Well, one big difference is, which which country stands last? The one you're in, or 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 the one that you don't want to be in? Yeah, that might make a that that's gonna make a big difference. No, you hear what I'm saying? There's some countries there are travel bans too, right? You don't want to be in those countries. You don't want those countries to be standing last. You'd prefer this one stands last. Now you want Mashiach ben David coming to this one. You want the final Mashiach coming to this one, not the. The second class Mashiach. But here, here's the whopper of the century. You ready for this? Let's assume like we've assumed all the years. Like the Gran, the Safra, the Tznisa. Like the Gran, Chad Gadya. That Yishma, that Esav is called Ashar, and Mashiach ben Yosef will take us out of Golos Adar. And Yishma is called a Chamar, and Mashiach ben David will take us out of Golos Yishmael. But there is a man by the name of Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu has in his family Esav, which is Midas HaGevura, Din, on the left side. He has Yishmael, which is Midas HaChesed to the on the right side. And he needs to overcome both of these forces. And he knows in the family there's going to be Yehuda who normally Yehuda is going to overcome Esav, Midas Hadin, and Yosef, which is Chesed, is going to overcome Yishmael. But the problem is, Yaakov Avinu, the Zara Kader, saw, saw that Yehuda was going to be exiled to Esav. And Yosef is going to be exiled to Yishmael. So even though technically speaking, listen to this, this is Ayyam Technically speaking, Mashiach ben David needs to overcome Yishmael. Like we learned. And Mashiach ben Yosef needs to overcome Edom. But Yaakov foresaw the day will come when Yehuda, that's us, we're from Shevet Yehuda, we're coming to America. We're, we're not going to we're not going to Yemen. We're not we're not joining the Houthis. 
whatever their names are. We're, here. we're right. We're here in Edom. So, but wait a second. We're David. What are we doing in America? And the ten Shvatim, they were exiled to Yishmael. What are they doing? What's Yosef doing in Yishmael? So Yaakov Avinu on his deathbed, you know what he did? He took Ephraim and Menashe, Shikel as Yadov, and he switched their jobs. And he gave Mashiach ben David the ability to overcome Edom. And he gave Yosef the over- ability to overcome Ishmael. That's the Zaya Kadosh in the um, Raya de Mehemnam Parshas Penchas. That this was the Kavan of Yaakov Inu when he switched Menashe and Ephraim Shikol Siyadav. He switched the roles of Mashiach ben David and Mashiach ben Yosef. So even though maybe technically speaking, Yosef is suited to overcome Esav. <coughs> And David is suited to overcome Yishmael. Something switched. Something switched. Now I. W- yeah, but they, the two of them, represented Mashiach ben David, Mashiach ben Yosef. That's what the Zayar Kadosh says. Okay, now. So does that mean Mashiach ben David now can only overcome Esav, and Mashiach ben Yosef could only overcome Yishmael? So you say, well, maybe they still have Shirayim from their first job. I would say, I would say like this. Yaakov Avinu took them. He didn't, he didn't switch them. He switched his hands. Which means they remain in their original spot. The Shlach Kader says a similar idea. They remained, in other words, fundamentally Yosef still has the ability to overcome Esav. And Yehuda, David has the ability to overcome Ishmael. But by switching his hands, Yaakov gave each one a little bit of both. So wherever country we're in, you know, you can have Jews that go back and forth between America and one place, you know. So we could simultaneously be in two Gullahsim. So maybe even in America we're in two Gullahsim. You know, it depends where you live in New York. You know? You could be one... one at, you could start off the night in Golis Yishmael and come out here to Golis Edom. So Yaakov Avinu, he didn't switch their places. So they still have the same fundamental role, but by switching his hands, by the way, the Gura writes the same thing in his Biru Mamasech the Megillah. He says, the two long legs of the Nevuah that Daniel saw, Esav and Yishmael, represent Esav and Yishmael into them was the Golas of Yud and Ephraim the secret of Shikel as Yadav so Rav Sorotskin suggests that this Zoyar is the key to understand how to reconcile the various statements of the Gra. in other words it's not black and white that Mashiach ben Yosef takes us out of Esav and Mashiach ben David takes us out of Yishmael it could be A it's dependent on which Shita the last remaining Golas will be and number two, by Yaakov switching his hands, that's the title of the Shir, the great switcheroo. I'm not sure um, exactly all the kavanas of that I can't reveal right now. But basically, this Misa of Shikel as Yadav, I wasn't sure if I was going to give this Shir this week or I was going to wait to Vayichi, but I couldn't wait. So this, this action of Yaakov Avinu infused both 
Meshichin with the ability to take us out of both. We should be zoicha to see the. Ne- I'm going to say off the record right after this year. No, um, but this is a sort of a, a new vista in understanding the, the, the events that we should be zoicha to see unfold uh, Bukhari of Mamish. And we should see Yeshua's and Achamais Lanu Chayisrael Amen. Yeah. What do you mean? That oh, yeah. who is it going to be? Yes. That's what I'd like to know. You want to know who the Mashiach is? Yeah. Who's Yosef ben